Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, a world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports. My tag team partner, Mark Henry, and I talk all about WrestleMania 36 taking place tonight and tomorrow night. Very, very unique WrestleMania. And Mark and I talk about how, you know, those WWE superstars need to, hey, even though they're not interacting with an audience, they really do have an audience sitting at home. How are they going to reach and touch that audience for WrestleMania 36. How are those WWE superstars going to make the audience at home feel what they're doing? We talk a lot about that. Also, are we going to see Vince McMahon address the WWE universe? Because I think that can really touch the human side of what's going on right now. We get into that discussion. Going back to SmackDown from last night, we talk about the change in the Universal Championship. No Roman Reigns. Now Braun Strowman. We talk about that at length, and then we hear from a Super Bowl champion, a huge pro wrestling fan, and a Hall of Famer. Derek Brooks joins the show. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. One thing that did surprise me from last night, Mark, and I want to get your take is that for weeks and weeks, the story going into WrestleMania 36, very controversial, got a lot of people upset, but at the same time, I think it was going to end with a very feel-good story, and that's Goldberg and Roman Reigns. And even as soon as this past Monday on Raw, even on Wednesday on NXT, when they were showing video packages promoting WrestleMania 36, they were still showing Roman Reigns Goldberg. Then tomorrow, I mean tomorrow, then last night on SmackDown, you know, they're talking about Elias and Baron Corbin. And then Michael Cole said in other news, you know, it's now Braun Strowman challenging Goldberg for the Universal Championship. And then it just showed that, you know, the the, it showed the, you know, the production piece of, of, yeah, the graphic of Goldberg and Braun Strowman. And I was like, man, like, they didn't even mention Roman's name. Like, come on. Like, this has been a story that's been going on for weeks and weeks and weeks. Now, the night before WrestleMania, you're going to tell us there's another challenger and you're not even going to mention Roman's name. I-, I thought that was a missed opportunity by the WWE. I mean, Mark, everyone understands the situation that's going on right now. And there is no shame, no shame at all. With Roman not wrestling Goldberg 
at WrestleMania 36. I thought that was a missed opportunity for the WWE because it adds to the mystique of Roman Reigns. I think it will add to the mystique of when Roman Reigns finally gets to challenge once again for the championship. What were your thoughts when they did that last night? You know what my thoughts were? I don't think that it would make Roman look weak if they mentioned it. I thought that it would have been, like you said, it would have been, it would have added to the story. And it would have been a uh, a feather in the cap of the WWE to to say we don't want to expose Roman to potentially something that could harm him. Uh, we want him Roman for a long time, not just for one. We're not going to sacrifice him, not even for one pay per view. And that's 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 honorable. And it didn't happen, but I think that. Um, Tonight we we might have some uh, some clarification on that whole ordeal. Yeah, I would like that, Mark, because you can even if if at first of all, I don't think anyone is going to look at that as a weakness. That's just being smart. And you know, they could if they wanted it, they could have been like, you know, hey, us with the WWE, we were not we were not going to let him. Roman wanted it. This is his championship opportunity. He wants to be there. He wants to challenge Goldberg. But you know what? Us at the WWE, we're not going to let that happen. And he'll get another championship title opportunity down the road. But I think even bigger than that, Mark, is that this was an opportunity by the WWE to really have a connection with their audience in a way that we're all in this fight together. We all know that there's a pandemic going on. We all know the situation of what's going on. And instead of ignoring it, like the WWE, and I get it, they want this to be an escape for fans, and they, they're choosing to kind of ignore the situation. I would kind of like it, especially in this situation, to kind of embrace it, let us know that we're in this fight together, and that's why they're presenting WrestleMania 36 for us this weekend. That was an opportunity to get that human touch from the WWE last night. Yeah, I, I think so too, Dave, and... Um, sometimes you miss, you know, you're not going to make all your free throws. And I think this is one where we, we missed and it can be fixed though. There's still two days to explain what happened and delve, dive into um, the reasons for doing it and like humanize the situation and add to this pandemic discussion. Yeah, and, you know, they can explain it today or tomorrow whenever that match is going to take place. But let's, you know, because I would think that that match is either going to be the main event tonight or the main event tomorrow night. It is a a universal championship match. So if I and we don't know what the match order is going to be, we really don't know right now what matches we're going to see tonight and what matches we're going to see tomorrow night. If I had to guess, I would think that that might be the match that closes the show tonight. Just a guess. I don't know anything. It's just a guess on my part. And maybe we do get some of an explanation, like you said, today or tomorrow. But let's talk about the matchup we are going to see. You're now going to see Braun Strowman going up against Goldberg for that Universal Championship. Uh, what do you think about the opportunity? I've always thought that that Braun Strowman deserved this opportunity. I thought he deserved this opportunity a year ago. So now he's finally getting it at WrestleMania 36. What do you think about the matchup between the two? You know, you, you have two powerhouses. You have two guys that um, when you start thinking strength and power, um, 
you think Goldberg and you think Braun Strowman. Uh, he was a strong man. And Goldberg, I know, loves strength sports. He came and watched me in Atlanta at the Olympic Games. Wow. So um, that was the, the first time that um, I, didn't, I didn't meet him at the uh, Olympics, but uh, as soon as the first time that I met him, he told me, he was like, hey, man, you know, I bought a ticket and I came and I saw you compete uh, at the Olympic Games in Atlanta. And uh, what, what, a, what an impressive performance, even though you got hurt. And uh, I, I was just really proud to say that I, I got to see America's best. And we had a relationship from that point on. Uh, all you got to do is come pat me on the back. Well, not literally pat me on the back, <laughs> I'll do that. but a verbal pat on the back. You know, yeah. I, I, I love me some me. And you know, I was, I was going to say, you know, not everybody likes the physical pat on the back. That's one of the positives of social distancing right now is you don't have to worry. Yes. Anybody patting on the back. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. And if somebody does, I'm going to, I'm going to look at them from a distance and go, stop. <laughs> Stay over there. Social distancing is my the, new weapon. See, this is where like being a celebrity is kind of like a negative for you right now. Like you know, Mark and Bully and Tobby, a lot of the big name celebrities all over the place now. Everybody wants a PC. Everybody wants an autograph, a handshake, and stuff. Dave LaGreca can't do that, please. You can't do that during so. You can't do that during social distancing time, Mark. You got a T-shirt for sale. Get a, get, give me a wave from from across the street. I love you. Yeah. Hey, hey wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop. <laughs> it's good to see you too, buddy. You're my man. <laughs> you know what? The, I kind of like, you know, like two big guys going at it. Like we kind of grew up with that back in the day. Like, yeah. it, you know, like a Hogan Andre. You got a Hogan that's that, you know, just that muscle guy. And then you had Andre just that size and that strength. You know, it's kind of cool seeing just those two big horses going at it. And we're going to see that with Braun and Goldberg. This is a, a real intriguing matchup between these two. I'm excited for this match taking place. You, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of during the cartoon days when there was always this pissing contest of who was the biggest when it came to Big John Studd and Don Morocco. You remember the cartoon, and they used to always try to stand next to each other. Yeah, you're yeah. on your tippy toes. <laughs> like that's. Good. I mean, and that that's what I feel like with this match. It's like these two big monsters that nobody wants to concede to the other. It's like the the old bull and the young bull on top of the hill, and only one who's gonna get to stay. It's, that's, this is awesome, man. It's, it's See, Mark, match. I love what you just said. That gets me excited because it is like you got Braun Strowman, who's the monster, right? I mean, the guy's huge. I mean, I, they need to take more advantage of a guy that's that freaking big. Like, if I'm yeah. the WWE and I got a guy that size, like, you know, back in the day, Mark, if this was 30 years ago, that would Braun Strowman would be the face of the WWE. A guy that tall, that big, that strength, that quickness. Like, that guy's got it all, man. I, you know, you can, you can make a claim. You want to hitch the, hitch your locomotive to somebody? Braun Strowman's a pretty freaking big guy and a good guy to be able to do that with. So maybe this might be a wake up call for the WWE and say, you know what? We're always looking for that next face of our brand. Well, hello. 
Maybe Hello? it's somebody like Braun Strowman. Size, strength, speed. He's got a great personality, a great character about him. I mean, but that, why not make that guy the face of your franchise? Why not? I mean, now, because of everything that's going on, a light bulb went on in somebody's head and said, all right, you know what? Let's give Braun Strowman a championship opportunity. You should have did this 18 months ago. Hello? You need a pandemic to make you finally realize to give this guy a championship opportunities? Are you serious? Guy's a monster. Among men. Among men. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to rant when somebody's being a clown. (laughs) That's what I do. I take away the, the angst and... Hey, guys, let's all just get back together again. (laughs) And you brought up the new bull and the old bull because Goldberg's that legend. Goldberg's a Hall of Famer. What better way to kind of now give the mantle to somebody like Braun Strowman than a match like this at WrestleMania 36? You know, I I think a a beautiful story to tell would be Braun Strowman trying to be respectful and you know, putting his hand out like, you know, Mr. Goldberg, thank you for this opportunity. You didn't have to do this. And then him saying, I'm not shaking your hand. They are making me do this. If it was my choice, you would never see WrestleMania with me. And, and you know, just something, uh, the, the, the preface, the fact that Goldberg is an asshole <laughs> and Braun Strowman is now going to go to the ring and try to Beat him because it's not only um, you want to compete and be the champion, but because he's just a rotten human being. And, you know, now at the end of that match, you can see Goldberg shake his hand and raise his hand and walk out and uh, give him the stage. And and it would it would be a hell of a rub uh, for Braun Strowman. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. You know, one of the greatest linebackers of all time. Uh, like I always say, Hall of Famer on the field and even a bigger Hall of Famer off the field. Just a great man. And that is our good friend, Derek Brooks. Derek, how are you this morning? I'm doing just fine, David Marcus. Uh, obviously, a pleasure to to talk to both of you guys. Uh, unfortunately, I was looking forward to spending the you know this weekend <laughs> with you guys here in Tampa. But uh, we'll do the next best thing. We'll talk on busted open. Yeah, it's 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 the next best thing, but it's not nearly it's not as good as same. what we had. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad actually. And and here's the thing, and I remember the moment. I was actually, I, I had a doctor's appointment. I'm leaving the doctor's office, and I get a phone call from Derek, and it was just after they announced over a year ago that, you know, the next year's WrestleMania is going to be in Tampa Bay. And Derek calls, and it's like, Dave, you know, WrestleMania 36 is going to be in Tampa. We got to get together. You know, we got to, you know, and, and here we are. And what happens? Coronavirus, of all things. So, Of uh, all things. <laughs> exactly. So, again, I'm obviously, uh, you know, excited to watch it here uh, this weekend. and. 
you know, through it all, I, I do understand that, you know, the family, the McMahon family, you know, they're going to stay in touch uh, with our group here. Obviously, we know where WrestleMania 38 is going, but, you know, for the next couple of years, uh, we're still going to try to get Tampa, you know, back in the uh, the circle here to host it. We look forward to it. Yeah, hopefully that's going to happen within the next few years. And, you know, it's, 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 listen, there's, there's this dark cloud. And it seems to be a question Mark and I have been asking everybody that we've had on. And you obviously, uh, a, a football player who went to the ultimate level, won a Super Bowl, has gone into the Hall of Fame. You know, this weekend, you know, we're seeing, professional wrestling in a completely different way, a WrestleMania that's going to be performed in front of zero fans. You know, you're somebody that obviously always played in front of, you know, 50, 60, 70,000 people. What's it going to be like, you know, this weekend when these wrestlers are performing in front of no crowd? Well, I think, you know, you know they really got to go in and, and lift each other up. And you talk about being the ultimate teammate. Uh, for each other, uh, Dave, that's what's going to have to happen. You know, they're going to have to look within uh, themselves and know that they got to bring the energy, you know, themselves. And they got to, you know, draw it in. Obviously, no, there's no live in terms of, you know, the screaming fans, all of us there screaming them on, you know, but they're going to have people there and they got to connect through, obviously, the television. And I think... You know, they're going to do well. These are, you know, some very hardworking individuals that are used to performing on a night in and night out basis. And they're just going to have to draw on that, uh, to be honest with you. It's, it's not like, you know, the NFL when, yeah, we're going through our things in practice and, you know, we don't have the screaming fans. But, yeah, we get after each other a little bit in practice. And that's what we draw off the energy of our teammates when we're competing. So I see some very similarities in terms of the superstars uh, this weekend are going to have to draw off each other's energy and hopefully this uh, bring them together even more. Derek, I, I know this is a, a, a weird time and, um, you know, we're, we're talking WrestleMania and we're talking about us not being in Tampa. Uh, but what do you think about the um, – the draft going on still, the NFL draft still going on. And what do you think about um, the potential that they're still on schedule to have the season? Well, Mark, uh, you know, the the draft is, is changing too in the landscape. Uh, I think, you know, because they have the NFL, that is, they're going to go back and pull from many, many years ago when they actually had the draft and there were no fans. And it was just only right. uh, in a hotel room and you had league office officials and you had a team representative there and you had the old rotary phone where you had to dial up uh, and dial <laughs> picks in. So uh, from my understanding, the people I've talked to, they're, they're pulling some pages back, you know, from the early 1980s in terms of how they did the draft in the Marriott marquee, you know, ballroom in that communication. So, uh, yes, uh, you know, we're going to miss out on the event of the draft because over the past four to five years, that's what the draft has become, an event. And now you got to go back to the football purists 
uh, in terms of very few people and, you know, relying a lot on technology. You know, every team is going to have their own video set up where the league officials are going to be able to see them on camera and teams see each other to make trades. But it's just going to be more business, football business, than it is entertainment in terms of the draft. And right now, I think the NFL is, you know, as far as the season starting, you know, because we're so far out, we're the last sport in terms of the start date. So we got, okay. you know, the affordability to, you know, wait to after the NBA, wait to after the NHL, see what MLB is doing. I think the one thing that, you know, the NFL executives were looking at was the Olympics. And once the decision was made with the Olympics, then I think now it's kind of respecting each other's sport and see what they're going to do because they can reduce preseason, you know, <laughs> and modify that as need be. I just think now they're waiting to see what all the other sports do. What do you think about them potentially doing like what the WWE has done and is showing the, uh, the games with no fans? Ooh. Well, it, it, I tell you what, if, if that's the case, you, you, we're going to have some case studies, you know, with the other sports before the NFL. Uh, and having to make make those adjustments and doing it, and and like I said, it's you know if that be the case, then you're still going to have some you know competitive guys out there on that field because you're going to have you know teams there supporting each other. One thing I can't say about football players, yeah, we you know we get after it, and obviously we play for the love of competition. But when that ball snaps, we don't hear the fans. The fans That's can't right. come down there. They can't make a tackle. <laughs> they can't throw a pass. They can't catch it. They can't. They can't do any of that. So actually playing the game of football, that won't be any different to the guys at all. Because when that ball is snapped, to be honest with you, we zoom all that out. See, and that's uh, what's so I'll... different between ahead, that, between the two sports, Mark, is that, you know, with the NFL, uh, to perform at a high level, especially like the quarterbacks, to, to get the plays, you know, to hear the coaches, you got to kind of, you know, t- tone all that crowd noise out. But when it comes to pro wrestling, you feed off the crowd. You know, you know if a match is working by the crowd reacting. So it, it's going to be yeah. interesting what happens, you know, this weekend with WrestleMania because, you know, you could be in a match and, I mean, and Mark, you could attest to this. Like, I, I would think that that's a gauge to know if what you're doing is really working and clicking is by hearing that crowd noise. Yeah, yeah and what to go to and what not to go to. Mm. You know, the crowd will kind of tell you what they don't like without them saying, hey, man, don't do that no more. We don't like that. But mm-hmm. um, the one thing about football as a difference between any other sport that I've ever played is in football, I played for my teammates. I played mm-hmm. for my coach. In basketball, man, I was trying to get my numbers in. Baseball, track, <laughs> weightlifting, those were individual sports. But when you play football, I need you to do your job so I could do my job. And in football, whether there's people in the crowd or not, in football, you're going to find guys that say, look, it's our sideline against their sideline to hell with the crowd. Yes. Like football is a, is a, is a, is a, is a, is a, it's a war game. It's a, it's not war, but the fallout after football players' careers are over, they're mentally and physically beat up like a mil- like a soldier. So 
Uh, it's as close right as it comes. <laughs> you you're right about that, Mark. And a lot of those those attributes when it comes to performing, you know, you hitting the nail right on the head. And that's why I said earlier, when the ball is snapped, if you're not in between those white lines in that hundred yard field, then it's not going to be that effective. Now, I can say this in terms of crowd participation. It is more advantage to the offense that there are, if that's the case, there's no crowd because the crowd does affect offensive communication. Yeah. So now offense is going to be able to communicate and talk because they don't have to worry about the noise factor. And even, you know, say away teams, you know how teams practice and they got the music going to, to you know, to get prepared to go inside a dome and communicate well if there are no fans. All that element, all those elements of the game, you know, disappear in terms of, of preparation. And that, to me, does give some advantage to the offense because they don't have to strategize against that. And I, and I will well, the way say you, this the way you fix of, that though is you you put crowd you not crowd noise but you play music like they do at the basketball games. <laughs> you, you play you know, music. The Atlanta Falcons got it. Hey, Mark, the Atlanta Falcons got in trouble, man, for having that artificial noise. <laughs> up in the Georgia Dome, they got in trouble. We're going to have to change the North rules North. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I love why that. It so why it was so loud in Atlanta. And we used to say, man, why is it just this dome? It's just so much louder than all the other domes. Yeah, they was bumping in crowd <laughs> I guess if you That's ain't terrible. trying to cheat, you ain't trying to win. <laughs> Uh, that's right. You're not cheating. You're not trying. Hey, hey, Derek, looking at this weekend with WrestleMania, you got so many big matches. You, you know, you have Rhea Ripley in Charlotte. You have uh, oh, wow. Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre. Is mm-hmm. there is there a match you're looking forward to more than any other? Uh, man, you hit the, the top two uh, right there. And, man, you talk about, you know, you know Charlotte with the staying power, you know, that she has. And she's been able, man, to stay with, you know, just stay relevant, whether it's the younger, you know, the younger talent, man, and helping them develop. And as a matter of fact, defending her own. She's, you know, her game is showing so much versatility, man. It's, you can't help but compare it to her dad. And you yeah. guys know, man, Rick was so versatile as he was great. The versatility in terms of how he entertained, man, is second to none. And you start to see a lot of that with Charlie. You know, and obviously Brock and Drew is, you know, isn't the changing of, of the guard. You know, Brock has had this title now for over six months, you know, and now you got somebody in terms of size, strength, you know, friends behind, you know, hey, is he a guy that's ready to step up, you know, and be the face and carry, carry the company? Is it his time, you know, to do it? So I'm excited, you know, to see uh, those two. You know, right off the top of my head, and and I know, man, I always have my favorite WrestleMania match. You know, it, it's going to be hard, and I'll be honest with you guys. I think it was WrestleMania eleven or twelve in the mid nineties when Michaels and Bret Hart had that over yeah. an hour Iron Man match. Got it to me in terms of WrestleMania. It is hard to top that match. I know we've had some great ones in you know the thirty some years. But I just always remember, you know, my right then. I was just, I think it was my second year in the NFL. 
and sitting there watching that match and just appreciating how those guys got after it. For some reason, I just don't think any match is going to top that match between Michaels and Hart uh, in that WrestleMania. Well, I, then, what, also, what match, I gotta, I gotta what match do you think in this Taylor. WrestleMania? Well, Go ahead. You, you, you know, I was going to make the point about my other favorite one is when Lawrence Taylor, you know, he was part of WrestleMania too, and he won a match. So a football player won a WrestleMania match. But just, just <laughs> in this WrestleMania, you know, Mark, what I'm trying not to do is be judgmental. I'm trying to really, and my mindset has been this, and this is what I've been telling people. Guys, let's sit back and appreciate art. Yeah. These Amen. performers, they're in a they're in a very tough situation. I say these are the first performers that has to put on a game, game face, major event of all the sports. Everything else has been postponed. But these performers here, they're the first ones out the gate. They're yeah. the first ones to set the tone. So I want to look at this WrestleMania, you guys, not just in the competitive of the matches, but I am going to sit back and appreciate how hard each one of these performers, and I'm going to appreciate some art. And there's going to be a lot for us to learn that love sports. We're going to learn a lot about these performers this weekend. So, you know, I, I, I you know, the cop out is, is all of them are going to be my favorite, but I just want to sit back and appreciate how, these guys and young ladies are going to work to take care of their business in this very, very tough environment. Wow. wow Derek, well I mean, that is really well said. The best, that's the best way to end this segment. Derek, thank you so much. I wish we were out there with you right now. I mean, we'd be with you <laughs> right now. We will be in spirit. Yeah, <sighs> you will. Well, guys, let me just give you a picture. Rest. We will be sitting on about it's, it's 80 degrees right now. There's no cloud in the sky. And oh, we would be out on the shit. town enjoying it, getting ready for a nice burn steak dinner tonight. I you know, that's what I had. Set, that's what I had set up for. <laughs> oh gosh, Derek. Oh, well, I mean, maybe in maybe in three years we uh, we could play catch up. But uh, this is devastating. <laughs> but but Derek, thank you so much for the time. It means a lot. We had to have you a part of this show. Oh, so yeah, thank you, thank you so much, Derek. We really appreciate it. Oh, and also uh, one shout out to to your man, Coach Coach Charlie Strong. Mark, you know he's going to be on Alabama's uh, staff this year as an advisor, man. So Nick Saber just keeps stacking the best coaches, man. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Oh. <laughs> I'm still, right, guys, I'm still upset care. about missing the steak. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You had Forget to bring the matches. That food I want the steak. It. You know. You know I'm greedy. You know I'm greedy. Damn. Well, hey, you got a rain check on it. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take. It. Derek, right. thank you so much. Love you. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. 
speaking to Derek Brooks. It was very, very interesting. First of all, of course, he did his best to remind us that we are missing out on being in Tampa right now. I know it. Didn't need to hear about the steakhouse that he was going to take us to tonight that we're not going to go to. Um, but you know what? I mean, one positive, Mark, if there's one uh, silver lining to this whole thing, is that we weren't going to get WrestleMania tonight. WrestleMania was going to be tomorrow, and now we're getting two nights of WrestleMania. I think it's going to be easier to digest you know, a four-hour show tonight and a four-hour show tomorrow as opposed to like that eight-hour marathon that we've been getting the last few years. So that's one positive of WrestleMania being over Saturday and Sunday, though we are going to truly miss the Busted Open Nation and partying in front of the Busted Open Nation. But that's just going to make next year's show that much bigger when we're at WrestleMania 37 out in L.A., Mark, with the Busted Open Nation. And we're going to interact with the nation as best we can this weekend as well. You know, Mark and I doing this show today. Uh, we're going to have our WrestleMania pre-show tomorrow from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time, just before everything that happens on Sunday. So we got you covered here on Busted Open Plus. Definitely subscribe to the Busted Open podcast, even if you listen to the show, because we have a lot of exclusive content only for the people who subscribe to the Busted Open podcast, Mark. And one thing that was interesting that Derek Brooks said is that as an NFL player, the whole thing is kind of like blocking out the crowd. You, you, you know, when you're playing, you, especially a quarterback, he wants the noise to be low. He wants to be able to hear the coaches in his headset, and he wants to focus and concentrate with his receivers and his backs. You know, when you're in that, Derek was talking about, when you're in that zone, you're not hearing the crowd. You're zoned in on the play that you have to perform in order for your team to win. You know, I guess tonight and tomorrow night, that's what the WWE superstars are going to have to do in the ring at WrestleMania 36. You know what? I don't think so. I think that you project to the audience that's at home. Mm. You look deep into that camera and you reach through the camera and grab whoever's sitting in that chair, that couch, or that bar stool, or, or just on the floor watching the show. You reach out to them. And it's different in football. <clears throat> Excuse me. The, only, the, the way that it affects the offense is the only one that's, that's affected by the crowd. The defense, there's, there's no, there's, they're not affected at all. Um, if, you, if you were to play NFL football, you would have to play music and crowd noise uh, when offenses are playing. So that means that the whole game, you're going to hear music and, and crowd noise at a certain octave or decibel uh, to where it's right at disruptive for the offense. And it's equal, make it equal for both teams. In wrestling, not so much. Because you're trying to perform in front of millions. Uh, it's unfortunate. That, that we can't have crowds. But it's not mandatory that we have a crowd. And you have to be able to work like there is a crowd because there is. They're just at home. 
That's right. You got. That's a great point, Mark. You're going to have to project yourself through that camera into the people that are watching in their living rooms. And there's going to be a ton of people watching in their living rooms tonight and tomorrow night. And, you know, we, we had the caller with well, not the caller, but, the, you know, on social media using hashtag ask busted open. Someone asked about, you know, maybe filtering crowd noise or a green screen of a crowd. You know, Derek talked about when they played the Falcons, the Falcons had enhanced crowd noise that they played in the stadium. You know, not all the crowd that you heard in that stadium going up against the Falcons was natural crowd noise. They had some artificial crowd noise. So it's interesting to hear Derek mention that because we were just talking about that before. Yeah, there were there were two teams that got caught. Who who's the Indy? Sharp? Wasn't it the Colts? Indy. In, Indy. Yep. Yeah. It was the Colts. Yeah. And and you, you, come on, man. You gotta stop cheating. Yeah, well, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Um <laughs> That's what spoken from a cheater. <laughs> no, I don't cheat. Bill Check said that, I think. Oh yeah, Bill yeah, well, then 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 you're right. <laughs> That's coming from a cheater. <laughs> That's coming from a cheater. Uh, you know, and we haven't talked about this a lot. Gronk being the host for WrestleMania tonight and tomorrow night. That's host. I'm, I'm wondering what we're going to get from Rob Gronkowski. And I'm wondering if we're going to see anything about his career with the WWE. We're going to see some hints about what the future for Gronk is going to be over the course of these two nights for WrestleMania 36. I would definitely assume so, but I think that Gronk would be more of announcements of what happened in the match, and they would bring him in with the uh, backstage crews to talk about you know what just happened and how he felt about it, and he'll be the guy that's welcoming people and shaking hands and... Um, well, I doubt if they'll be shaking hands, but they, they'll do the elbow Waving. touch. Waving. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, the elbow touch. So I, I'm, I'm excited to see what he's, his role is uh, tonight and tomorrow. Yeah, and, and that's another thing, too. And I think just the, 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 the big, great wide open of what tomorrow and tonight is going to be like, too. You know, what's this going to look like? How are they going to present it? What are the matches going to be like? Um, you mentioned about, hey, you know what? They don't have a crowd there, but they're going to speak to the crowd. That's very difficult to do. You know, one of the greatest of all time on the microphone, one of the greatest wrestlers of all times, you know, somebody that's on my personal Mount Rushmore when it comes to pro wrestling is the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. And they talk about one of the greatest promos in our business was that hard time promos, the hard time promo that Dusty gave, you know, in that feud with Ric Flair. And in that promo, he talks about, like, you know, he put his hand out because he wasn't speaking to the crowd that was in that venue when he was get, doing that promo. Mm -mm. Who was he speaking to? He was speaking to the people at home. To us at home. He, he was touching that crowd that was watching in their living rooms. I mean, it, it, and look at me and Mark, you know, you and I both have our hand out right now because that's what Dusty was doing. He's like he wanted to touch the hand of the fan that was sitting and watching at home. That's what this WWE superstars are going to need to do tonight and tomorrow night at WrestleMania 36. They're going to have to put out their hand and they're going to have to touch the crowd that's watching on their sofa and in their armchairs. And you are 100% right. And that promo, along with a few others that touched me as a kid, um, I know that it was a studio audience. 20 people? Yeah. 40 people at the most? He was talking to us at home. 
the millions of fans across America. And I don't, I don't know if uh, pro wrestling was worldwide at that time in the eighties, but uh, I do remember feeling that. And when the Von Eric spoke, like it, it felt like they were talking to you. And, and that was because they was, they were focusing on talking through the camera and that's what's needed guys. That's what I'm telling you. That's all you have to do. Project through the crowd. Like you're trying to get them and not worry about the seats that's standing at your feet. Mark, you and I spoke to the greatest of all time, Ric Flair last week. And honestly, I thought that was maybe the best interview that I've ever done here on busted open. Like, I really enjoy talking. First of all, he's a childhood hero. And second of all, he's the greatest of all time. And third of all, it's just, you know, he has that gift of gab. And when he was talking about, like, that he would come up with that, you know, on the ride to the studios, you know, like he would be driving to the studio and he would think about the promo he was going to talk about in his car. And when he was talking. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So. No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.